I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Welcome back, you guys, to the Socially Modern podcast. I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. And we are back. Well, today, you guys, our topic is something that we get a lot of when we come across people that are entrepreneurs or business people and they want to use social media. So this is the I'm new to social media. How do I get started podcast episode? Yes, it is going to be such a good one. I cannot wait to talk about this. We have so many bullet points here. We have a lot of notes this time around, huh? Yeah, it's a good one. It is. Do you want to kick us off with the first one, Steph? Yes, it is one that I'm passionate about. So one account, having two accounts to manage and constantly show up on is way more work than it's worth. I agree. Uh, I feel like there's a time and a place, though. I should say that. But when you're somebody like us in real estate, right, somebody's coming directly to me or you for that, for that service. And I just think it's really important that we have those connection points. I talk a lot about that and not being just, just your business. Yeah. So I talked about this in my Instagram stories cause I did a Q and a box and someone asked, someone asked this question, should I have two accounts or one account? And I said one, like by and far one account. Um, And it's just personally my philosophy that I want my potential clients to get to know who I am outside of being a real estate agent. Like I want them to know about my husband and and our horses and dogs and, you know, our life. And so I like to mix personal and business content on one account versus having a real estate account where I only talk about real estate stuff. In a personal account where I only talk about personal stuff, like I like to mix that. And so having one account is way easier for me. Definitely. And I talk to people who are even in our industry and they're like, I just love that you have one profile. And I love that you talk about more than just real estate because they get it. It's like the just listed and just sold po- uh, posts are not very exciting (laughs) to say the least. And so I I think that that's why it's really important, especially when you're like the sole service provider, when you are running a bigger company, do I see the purpose and maybe having that, you know, business account, but at the same time, you need to be showing up there and showing your face, which we're going to talk a little bit about anyways, but doing that. And then at the same time, when you're on your personal posts or your personal page and you're that service provider, like for instance, my husband who has a pool company, you know, he should be showing up on stories or occasionally in his posts talking about his business because then he's letting his sphere of influence, our SOI, Mm -hmm. know what he does and reminds them that, you know, they should call him. They should use him. Yep. I think that If someone were to show up, if I were to hire somebody off of Instagram and they were showing up at my house, I would be a lot more comfortable knowing what they look like when they show up to my house. You know what to expect. Because I've seen them on social media 
whether that's through their stories or through posts or like maybe they've done like educational videos or something. Yes. Or something like that. Like I, I, I mean, I've, I've done it both ways. I've hired people, you know, that I've never seen before. And then I've hired people that I have seen before. So it just know. depends kind of there on that, that company and like how large, you know what I mean? If you have multiple employees and things like that, but even then you're probably highlighting your employees on that page and um, you should be on there and, and be a real human being. I, I saw this video recently and I was like, millennials are going to change how business is done and not just, you know, service provided businesses, but anything. But I saw this, uh, I don't know, he's a congressman, mm-hmm. but he's like the youngest elected congressman for mm-hmm. a certain state. And um, I want to say he was like 25, Oh wow! but he was going on to his Instagram and I just loved it. I sat there and watched all of his videos because he was like explaining the process of becoming a congressman and like being in politics and like what this looked like. And he he was really cool yeah. and intriguing. And I loved that like he showed a real side of himself. He had personality and he was okay with showing all of that. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times, especially in that world, right? Politics. I mean, everybody's older. Who has Instagram? Who's going and yeah. doing an IGTV about, you know, all of the training and the courses and stuff that he's going through to be become this person, right? Yeah. So anyways, I just thought it was really cool. Um, and I think that that just goes to show why it's so important, even if you're a business person. Like, I feel like a lot of people may say, well, I'm a professional. I shouldn't be talking about my personal life and my interests and things. And I'm like, no, but that's what makes you a real person and makes you, you know, liked. Related. Yeah, <laughs> relatable. And you're going to resonate a lot more with your potential clients. Right. You know, and I think that's another thing that millennials are kind of tearing down this wall between personal and professional. Now, there's obviously things like confidentiality stuff that obviously should not be repeated and that kind of stuff. But I mean, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot more people that are deemed professionals, but are showing a more vulnerable, personal, real side to their their actual life, exactly. you know, um, and what it's like to be a professional in your industry. And so. I mean, before we move on, think about how much, I mean, you and I can attest to this. <laughs> think about how much time and effort it takes creating content for one account, showing up on stories, doing a mix of, you know, posts and reels and now the guides and like all of this stuff, it's all very time consuming. Now think about doubling that Mm -hmm. because you're trying to maintain two different profiles. And that to me is just like a deal breaker because it's (laughs) a lot of work. work. (laughs) Like I'm, I would, if you're going to do that, you need to hire that out. I think so. Agreed. Totally agree. Um, And and while we're on this topic of like, okay, you should not have more than, you know, your one account, especially if you're say a realtor like us. Um, but make your account, this is our, our next tip, make sure that your account is a creator or business account, okay? Because mm-hmm. we wanna make sure that we can track our insights and use the other features. There are some features that you can't use unless you're a business or creator account. It's true, this is on Instagram, yeah. And then, you know, you have on Facebook, you can do a Facebook page and really the difference between having your personal Facebook and your Facebook page is you can run ads on your Facebook page. Um, And I love it because I can collect reviews. Yeah. Personally, I I love getting reviews on Facebook because a lot of times I will go read reviews of people where? On On Facebook. Facebook. 
or Google. Those are like probably my top two. Mm-hmm. But even for realtors, I I kind of stay away from Zillow. Yeah. So I just personal preferences. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's super important to have like a, a creator or a business account on Instagram because you can track insights. So you can track, I mean, down to like each individual post, how many likes, how many you know, um, views it got and how many accounts you reached organically, or maybe you paid for a post. And so you were like, okay, this is how many my paid advertising, um, brought it to versus the organic reach. Um, but more than that, it goes back to, especially when you're maybe in a struggle point, I tell a lot of the girls on the team, right? It's like, I don't know what to post. Okay. Well, you should go back and look at your insights, like which posts were doing really well for you. And, really think about that and base a lot of your questions or maybe topics that you're writing about off of the post that did really well. That's a really, really powerful thing. Same with like stories. You can see how many people viewed your story. Um, I know like the music one, isn't that only on like creator? <laughs> it's accounts? only on creator. And I was going to say, we should say which, which profile or which, um, which kind of account we have. Yeah. So personally, I like to be a creator account because I'm pretty positive that it's also with guides and I'd have to double check that. But creator accounts were the only ones that could have guides. Yeah. And you can like set it up as like, um, I know a lot of boutiques or online stores will have it set up. I don't know which one it is, but they'll have it set it up, set up a certain way so that you can shop directly from the posts. And I love that. And that's really cool because that eliminates one action step and gets people closer to the checkout page. Yeah. If you're selling a product. Definitely. No, that's really cool. And I feel like we get a lot of questions. It's such a, you know, it seems like a minor thing, but first world problems here. If you're like, I don't have the music feature and I want to do reels, then go change your profile to a creator account and then give it a little bit of time because it does take like three, four days. And uh, then you should see that music feature pop back into your uh, options when you're doing stories or reels. So just a little tip. I know that it seems minor, but when you're out there in the IG world, you're like, man, I really wish that I had music for this. I know. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Cool. So next tip is your profile picture. So now that you have one account that you have created as a, you know, creator business account, you know, we're kind of going through the steps of setting up your profile here. You want to make sure that your profile is a photo of you. Now, before we were on air, Stephanie and I were talking about this. And in some instances, you might prefer to have like your brand logo as your profile photo. And If you do, then we honestly just recommend making sure that you show your face either in your posts, in your stories, in your IGTVs or whatever consistently so that your followers know what you look like. Mm -hmm. Like honestly, face to the, the voice and the name and everything. Exactly. In my opinion, I would not want to show up to a lash appointment, a hair appointment, a wax appointment, a whatever those are all beauty ones but i should i i do not want to show up to an appointment like that and not know what you look like because then you can avoid that awkward like are you who you say you are is it you is, is it this not? you yeah exactly like <laughs> i feel can... like i'm usually on the end of that and you might feel that way when i was meeting with people in person for buyer consultations yeah i'd be like okay yeah let's meet at you know starbucks or something and they always know what I look like because my profile is covered in my pictures, right? Yeah. But sometimes 
their profiles were closed and they didn't have like a very clear photo of them on on their profile picture. And so I feel like I'm the one sitting there like, who are you? This is what I'm wearing. Yeah. Just come sit down at the table. When you see me, you know who I am. I'm just going to wait for you to get here. (laughs) Yeah. But you, I think that having your profile photo of you is such a big thing because also when you're trying to attract more followers to your page, you know, that's going to be one of the first things that they see is, is your profile photo. So making sure that it's like a very visible photo of you. Um, sometimes I'm tempted to make my photo profile photo of like me and my husband or something like that. But I personally, I, you might feel differently, Stephanie, but I, I think that keeping it just of you is really Very important. I think you should be, you know, very, it should not be a far away photo, especially on Instagram because it is such a small little picture. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually have, I think a lot about my profile photo, just, just so we can go here for a moment. Um, I will make sure that, like I said, I'm really close up in the photo, easy to see my face. It's bright and it's crisp. Mm-hmm. But then beyond that, I actually do not change my profile photo very often. Same. Because you want your followers to see your profile picture and and know that it's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't want to be changing it on them all the time because they're going to be like, who is this again? I, I think I know them. Especially newer followers. Like people who've been following you for a while, like get used to you. But yeah. You know, we want to create that recognition. Yep. And so... Especially for the story bubbles, because those are at the top. Huge. Yeah. Like, huge. I, I memorize those. It, not intentionally. I'm not, like, staring at them no. like this is, you know, but it's just Naturally. repetition and, and whatever. And it's, like, the same with, like, your handle on oh, Instagram. Oh, do not change your handle all Don't, the time. Do not change your handle all the time either. Yeah. Because that is... There's nothing more annoying than when I'm scrolling through my feed and I see this post... And I'm like, who is this again? And so then I have to like go do all this research and like click on their profile and maybe they changed their photo and their handle recently. And then I'm like, wow, I don't even know who this person is anymore. Like yes. that could potentially cause someone to unfollow you. And that's not what we want at all. We want to stay, we want to be recognized. So anytime that I do change my profile picture, I put that picture into, let's say I'm in, on Instagram, I'll put that picture into my stories. And I'll say, hey guys, I just change my profile picture yeah and make it a whole thing otherwise it's very confusing and I feel like I need to do an announcement yeah and so same thing if you're going to change your handle maybe even do like a little like hey I'm thinking about changing my handle which one do you like more yeah that way you make it yeah they're they're part of this process with you and and I just think that it makes them remember you a little bit better totally so agree very important to have on top of that while we're on the topic really quick this isn't even one of our bullet points but we were talking about Instagram handles. And I really think that it's important, especially, say, for us, because they have to know our first and last name as their real estate agent, right? And so even as our licenses are, because we're professionally licensed, um, when we have an LLC, we're actually a PLLC. So Mm -hmm. it's our first and our last name. So I think it's very important to be very clear on what your name is. Don't have a bunch of random letters and numbers and things in your Mm -hmm. handle. Just make it very easy for everybody to know what you look like Mm -hmm. and what your full name is. Yep. And if it's not like in your handle, like there are some um, people that I follow that maybe their first name is in their handle or something. If your first and last name is not in your handle, it needs to be on your profile. 
very, very clearly. I think it's so annoying. We should make a pet peeves. We should make a pet peeves. (laughs) That would be so fun. But I think it's so annoying when um, someone doesn't have their handle as their name. And then I go to their profile and they don't have their name anywhere there either. And I'm like... How do I how do I talk? I to have this to person? work too hard to figure out who you are, and I'm a professional, so like I may do a little more digging, but m- other people are not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to walk away from your profile because it's too complicated. I always say we're very lazy when it comes to wanting to find a service provider, and then also knowing how to get a hold of them and who they are. Yeah. So if it's not super clear, then then yeah, we're just like, I'm going to find somebody else that makes this easier for me. Yep. So anyways. That kind of leads us right into this next one is, which is your, your bio. So we move from profile photo down to your bio and your bio needs to be really clear on who you are aka your name, (laughs) what you do, so your profession, you know, where you service or where you're located or where your brick and mortar is or where your online store is, you know, and how to work with you or a call to action. So like shop here, go here, email me here, DM me here, you know, Um, your bio is just such a important real estate, pun intended. (laughs) It's such important real estate online. It's so, 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 so important. There's nothing more frustrating to, again, here, pet peeve, but especially for us, I'm going to refer back again to real estate, is we're licensed in a certain area. And if I go, I will go look for other realtors in other areas that I can refer to. Mm -hmm. And I'll try to find someone and I click their profile and I have no no idea idea where where they service. And and it shouldn't be hard to see that, especially as a professionally licensed person. Yeah. So make it very, very clear who you are, what you do, and how people can get a hold of you. Yep. I agree. It's just... It's so important because how many times do people go to your profile and that's kind of where they make the decision to either follow you or not. And it's because they're reading your bio. And there are so many like marketing people and social media experts, you know, beyond us that have these different formulas and templates and things that you can do. And like those people, like I will resonate what they're saying. You know, everyone has their own way of writing their bio and things like that. But just being clear and, you know, on who you are, what you do. Where and you're enthusiastic at. all at the same time about it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it should be somewhat attention grabbing so that they want to stay on your page. And that leads us into your call of action like we were talking about right there. Well, your call to action should be pointing them to a website. And your website, especially on Instagram, we only have one link. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about it before, our favorite apps. But go and get yourself a milkshake or a link tree, whatever you prefer. Or you can create your own. If you have like a, a website builder or something like that, you can you could. do it that way too. I mean, that's a little bit more complicated. The easier way is definitely milkshake or link tree or something like that. It's already done for you. It's just basically a template. And then you can have several links 
in your bio. And mm-hmm. I find this to be so great. And then usually when we say this, we'll get questions from people that are, well, what links do I even put in there? It's like almost mind boggling. Like they just can't even, you know, think of something. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, you should have a website. Depending on the type of service that you provide, you may have like a booking calendar or something that people can go on and schedule mm-hmm. with you. Um, you have like maybe your reviews or something like that, freebies and tools. So we're directing people to our pages so that they can get to all these places. Another one might be like articles you've been featured in. Like that's a really good one for building rapport, like, um, or something like that. Maybe a podcast episode you were on, you know, exactly like that, like rapport of some, of some sort, you know. I agree. Good good idea. I've linked to like a Facebook live podcast thing before that I've been on before we did our podcast. And yeah, yeah, I had it up there for quite a while. I was like, oh, go watch this. Yeah. So definitely like this is your time to shine. Mm -hmm. Put everything that you have there, all of the value, all of the information. It's a good one. It is a good one. Now let's talk about content. So now that we have our profile kind of set up a little bit, now let's talk about, well, what do I what do I post? How do I even get started with that? Because that honestly sometimes seems very overwhelming, you know, trying to figure that all out. So the first one is to get some photos taken, whether this is with a professional photographer that you hire to take your photos, or you simply do it with your own phone and edit them yourself, you have to go get them done and then continue to get them done regularly. So something that we like to do is to batch content in advance. Um, Like it can feel weird to batch out content like either on a weekly or monthly uh, basis, but it's just so much easier than just doing it on the fly. It It is. so much easier. You'll find that you set yourself up for success too. And I think that it's second nature to us to do these things now. But sometimes I will go on Instagram and I'll post that we're going to go do a content batching trip. And I will post, you know, that I have like 10 outfits. Mm -hmm. And people will comment or send me a message and they're like, oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. Yeah. You bring more than one outfit. Yeah. And I'm like, as simple as it sounds, like not everybody really thinks about it. And to be honest, when I first started batching content, I was doing Facebook Lives and Model Home Mondays. So I would go and do a live and I thought to, and I would go do this every Monday, but I was like, what am I doing? My time started getting slimmer and slimmer and I didn't have as much time to go and do this every single Monday. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to this model home and there's four sets of houses here. Why am I not video recording all of the houses mm-hmm. and also bringing outfits to change and just take a different picture, different video so that I have all this content and now I'm now I have an entire month. It was yep. really an aha moment for me and I was like, "Dumb. Why did I not <laughs> think of this sooner? I could have been saving so much time and time is money." It's such a simple concept, but it is so like life changing, game changing, <laughs> game you know changing I mean? when you're, when you're marketing your business. I mean, you just, you want to take that time to get it all right and, and have what you need, but definitely go and, content batch. And the cool thing is like, okay, so if you don't really want to, you know, do it yourself and that kind of thing, go hire a photographer. And here's the other thing. There are so many photographers that are starting to shift more towards lifestyle and 
content batching because there's been a new need for it with this whole influencer movement and everything, which is amazing because they're starting to fill a need. And so they're specifically doing content and lifestyle photography. You know, it's not just like, oh, let's go find a field somewhere and take family photos. Like that's kind of an evolving industry, which has been cool to watch. Which just goes to show you how powerful and huge the online marketing space has become yeah. because there are, and there probably, there probably is depending on where you're listening, but go and try and see if there is um, a specific person out there doing this in your area, because I know there are several in our market in mm-hmm. Phoenix that are on Instagram and their handles and stuff are just like content creation, um, photography, and that is what they do. And they maybe even host like monthly Yep. workshops or they have like um, annual passes basically that you buy and then yeah. you get to go and do photos, you know, so often. Yep. So you're always creating and you're not the one having to take the photos if that makes you uncomfortable or you're just not ready for that yet. Do yeah. Go and find somebody who's doing that in your area. It's worth the, it's worth the investment. Like I can, I can see somebody who's listening to this right now being like, well, I don't want to pay a photographer. And it's like, okay. So then you'd rather waste all of that time trying to figure out how to set up your phone to do a timer photo or buy a tripod of your own, like, and, and now you got to edit it and now you're still not happy with your pictures. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's, you can go either way. You really can. But honestly, if you're just starting out, I would recommend just hiring a photographer, making it that much easier on you. Definitely. And if you don't have the funds to do that, then just know that you are going to have to take the extra time to figure out how to do it on your own. Watch some YouTube videos. YouTube. Go figure it out. Instagram. It takes time. We all get better with our photos, but it's so crucial. And you and I have talked about this before, but people greatly um, you know, dismiss marketing themselves online like this. Yeah. They really do. Companies will spend thousands of dollars and get loans to have big, beautiful buildings and decorate them and furnish them. And they're totally ready to go. And what happens? They totally miss the mark on, oh, wait, how do we get bodies through the door? Yeah. That's where your marketing comes into play. Yep. And social media is where it's at. So anyways, that is why we're so big on batching your content. Make this a priority. Make it part of your business plan and um, see the success from it, honestly. Mm -hmm. I bet you anybody out there that has utilized monthly content days, whether that's with a team like what we do, or maybe they pay a photographer to do it every month, I would be willing to bet that every single person that who who has utilized that has like said that it's worth it. It's worth it. Like I I bet you. Yeah. I I agree with you. Um, Yeah. Okay. That leads us into now, like, what do we, what do we even write about on our captions? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so this was something that is just so smart to do because you won't feel inspired every single day. Yeah. You really have to do a brain dump and have just a space where, whether that's just like some notepad that you have at your desk and you just set a timer for 10 minutes and you write down everything that you can think of that your yeah. customers ask you that you've been, um, you know, faced with before in your business. Maybe it's just tips and tricks or whatever it is, but you have some value to bring and you can break down one little aspect of your entire service mm-hmm. and that's a post. Yep. I am a big time advocate of this because like a lot of times we just get super distracted 
So that's why, you know, we say set a timer for 10 minutes. And just for this section of 10 minutes, all you're going to do is just sit down and whether you're typing it or you're handwriting it, you're just going to sit down and write down every question you can think of that you have been asked that maybe you've had, like anything that comes to your mind, just write it down. And then these are going to become your posts, your IGTVs. These are going to become your reels and stuff like that. And it's just repurpose your content, repurpose it. You know, somebody will, will say, well, I just talked about, you know, this topic and it's like, okay, cool. Have you done an IGTV on it? Have you done a reel? Maybe you want to go live on Facebook and talk about it. You know, repurpose your content. Don't like continually think that you, you can't talk about the same topic because you can. And people want to hear it over and over again. Um, they need to be reminded. And yep. maybe you're bringing it to them in a different format or, you know, you've intrigued them in a different way. Or maybe it, it, they didn't really need that information six months ago, but you posted about it again and now they do. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to do that. And that's just such an important tip. And like I said, you won't always feel inspired every day. But when you're having one of those days where you're like, oh, I've had a lot of good questions today from customers, take a second and write them all down. Mm-hmm. And then you have them. And then keep that, um, whether it's like a physical notebook or for me, I like to have a note on my phone and on my computer and whatnot. Like if I get a good question right there in that moment, I will go to that app and that note and I will say, I will write that down and stuff because then later, maybe a few days later, when I'm batching content for the next week, I can go to that list and I can say, oh yeah, this was a really good question. I want to write this. I want to talk about this, you know, and you just always have something to pull from. So you're not sitting there on a Monday morning being like, okay, crap, I need to post on Instagram, but like, what do I post about? And you're like having to do it all right then and there. Agreed. Totally agree. Uh, Okay. So as well as showing up just in your feed posts, uh, we're going to start talking a little bit. We talk about stories a lot Mm -hmm. because they're so powerful. I always get hundreds of more views through stories than I do on my on my feed posts. Yeah. And I also get more DMs from my stories. Yeah. And like we've said before, it all goes down in the DMs, right? Yes. So it is so, so crucial to be on stories and show your face. Your face. <laughs> yes. We've talked about this in a previous episode. Like it's so important to show up on stories every day, even if it's just for one to two minutes. Like and there, you're going to have to battle a lot of mindset crap right here. I'm telling you. Get over it. Your voice doesn't sound weird. Your face looks fine. Use a filter if Who you cares? have to. Use a filter. <laughs> like, nobody starts out perfect. And I was actually meeting with another real estate agent via Zoom the other day. And she was asking me kind of these same types of questions. How do I get started in that? And I I told her, I was like, people look at my stories now and I'm very confident and and I, you know, do pretty you well. You are who you are and yeah. stuff like that. But like they're seeing almost a year and a half of progress from like if they would have watched my stories a year and a half ago, I wouldn't be near as like well-versed or, you know, just confident and comfortable in front of the camera because everyone starts somewhere. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Like when you first started doing stories or Facebook lives, I'm sure you felt like it was cringy and awkward and all of that stuff. And, but that's just the process. I would have days where I was like, 
I just don't feel it today. I don't look good today. I don't like my hair today, whatever it is. And anymore, I am just like, who cares? I don't care. (laughs) And when we started the podcast, do you remember me telling you, I was like, oh man, I wonder what my voice is going to sound like when I hear myself through a podcast. But I actually like, we'll sit there and listen to them and I have no cringe. I literally do not. And I think that it's because I've just done enough of these videos now for years. I've been doing real estate for four years. So been sitting here on stories for quite some time or going live. Mm-hmm. I've gotten very used to the sound of my voice finally, <laughs> <laughs> but it did take time. So just post the dang video. If you can avoid it, maybe just don't watch it back. Like that was something that I used to tell myself in the beginning, especially on days that I was like, oh, I really hated that live video. But when you're live, you're just kind of winging it. Yeah. And that's what I did a lot. I was just going live and sometimes I would say the wrong thing or maybe I didn't point something out that I was wanting to point out and then I forgot to. And I would just have to say, get over it, Stephanie. Like, just let it go. Post the video, upload it, and and move forward. Yeah. And one thing that I hear a lot of from some of the girls on our team is, well, what do I even talk about on stories? Anything. Talk about literally anything. Anything. I talked about my old Navy jacket last night and people were messaging me. Yeah. You would be so surprised at what people actually care about. Like, this jacket that I have here... Like people helped me name this jacket. Like it's how... like one of those teddy bear jackets. Yeah. That's what I call it. It's yeah. like his name is Bradley. <laughs> That's someone. Someone literally like I put in a question box and was like, "Send me your name recommendations." And you know, a lot of people were like, "Teddy is you know is cute or whatever." But then someone was like Bradley, and it was so random, and I had to just have to like, go it's with mine. It. It's so funny though, and that was something that I'd said too before. Was like people just genuinely like you. They start to listen to your stories and get to know you. It's so important to show up on stories and talk as if you're talking to one person. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm back. Um, I had a day today. You know, just go go and talk about your day. Talk about what you did that day. What are you cooking for dinner? Um, you know, did a customer have a story that day? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it is kind of work-related. And then other days you're more so just talking about like, Hey, it's Black Friday and I went shopping and I want to talk about it. Yeah. And you know? if you need more story ideas, uh, two episodes back, we have five things that you can share about on your Instagram stories. So Perfect. if you haven't listened to that, go check that one out because that one is just full of like immediate things that you can go do right now. Right now. It was a nice short and sweet and to the point episode. Yeah. I loved that one. Yeah. Shameless plug, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, the last thing, like, we could have talked about this with, you know, planning out content and stuff, but like, something that's a really simple idea for when you're first getting started on social media is just to introduce yourself. Introduce yourself, tell your story of how you got here. You know, why did you start your business? Why did you become a real estate agent? You know, why, Why did you name your business the, the name yeah. that you did? You know, what whatever it is, like, go for it. Share your goals. You know, why Why do you love what you do? What are you excited about? Who are you trying to help here? That kind of thing. Like, that's such a very simple and easy first post is just to introduce yourself. Intro, five tips about me or five facts about me, or maybe it's... um. Uh, sometimes I'll do the like three truths and one lie or something like that and like have people interact with you and tell you what they think is the lie. Yeah. 
Um, sometimes I even have people that I know that do that and I'm like, Oh, this is hard. Yeah. You like <laughs> I have to oh, think about it. Know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. super fun. So anyways, go out there, go get your Instagram started. You will not regret it. Show up, show your face and Be consistent. We just can't wait to see it. Tag us. Yeah. Tag us in your profile. We'll go follow you. Follow us back. Like we're all about lifting other people up. So go find us and get started. And as always, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on Instagram. We're always looking for more episode ideas. So go out there, give us some questions and who knows, maybe we will have another topic for you. Yeah, you bet. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye.